You're listening to the Godfather and Gorney Podcast on Rivals.com with your hosts, the Godfather of Recruiting, Mike Farrell, and National Recruiting Analyst, Adam Gorney. That's right. We are back with another edition of the Godfather and Gorney podcast. We had a really great hour-long podcast that was amazing, and it, it was really great. But we had some difficulties through no fault of anybody. Just the uh, technology crapped out on us. So we're going to yeah, do. A, I'm going to blame you. <laughs> I'm blaming somebody. <laughs> we're going to do a quick, uh, quick recap here. We talked Florida and Auburn uh, first. So Mike, why don't you start talking about that and, and whether you know you were surprised by the outcome and, and what in your thoughts on the game. So I've been watching The Office a lot lately. Gorney, have you watched that show? Yes, I've seen so every episode. You want to do the Kevin version where we just cut <laughs> words out? <laughs> Florida, good. Auburn, bad. Auburn, not so good. Florida, I still don't believe, but I believe more than I did before. So I'm going to write about that in my column that they're starting to prove things to me. I still don't believe in Kyle Trask. I think he's still going to make mistakes. But I don't believe in LSU either, so I've got a bit of a problem because they're going to play this week. But that was a very good game against a very good defense. Uh, great atmosphere, really helped recruiting as well. So uh, I think the Gators are the story of the weekend for sure. Yeah, I don't believe in the offense. Uh, they're not really moving the ball, even against weaker competition, as, as much as you would expect in a Dan Mullen offense. But that defense is going to keep them in every game, I think. They're flying around. They're good up front. They're great in the secondary. I believe in Florida. Now, do I believe that they're going to go to LSU and win? Probably not. I do believe a lot in LSU. If you don't believe in Florida and LSU, Mike, who do you believe in? I believe in Alabama, Alabama and Georgia. Alabama and Georgia, huh? Yeah, I got my West. I got my East. Those are the teams that I think are going to play in the SEC championship game. Now, again, you know, it's, it's very interesting when you look at the – the coaches' polls and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know, Texas A and M is number twenty-four in the country. No, they're they're but they're ranked that way, right? right. So Alabama is going to play them this weekend, and they're going to smoke them, and then it's going to be another quality win for Alabama. Mm-hmm. They, they keep these SEC teams in the top twenty-five just for this reason, because I don't see Auburn or or Florida as top ten football programs. in the country you well, know, that's I know thing. Auburn dropped out but yeah it's the SEC they just get so much I don't know it's just I, it's I, weird to me I sit on the couch from 9 a.m pacific on Saturday until sadly probably about 11 p.m pacific and I watch games and well, I watch the big Roomba does the cleaning on the <laughs> I should have never told you that and I I watch games and I watch the big 10 and I watch the SEC, and then the mm-hmm. SEC game comes on at 1230, and it's just different level of football. That's what it looks like to me. Guys are way more athletic. They're bigger. Yeah, they're stronger. They're more physical, better players, tougher environments. So, I, you know, I, I kind of give them the benefit of the doubt there. Um, I, I believe in LSU at five. I don't know if Florida is the seventh best team in the country. If Florida and Wisconsin line up today, do, who wins that game? I don't know. Yeah, Florida and Notre Dame, Florida and Penn State, Florida and Texas. I mean, there are some very good teams there. Florida with a nice win, never trailed against Auburn. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt for now. Vegas is not giving them the benefit of the doubt. They're two touchdown underdogs going to LSU this weekend. Um, I think, as we were talking about before, this the 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 
the country is very top heavy. It's Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, and then all the also rans. But I'm gonna put Florida in there until they prove me wrong. Well, one of them's gonna be dropping out, LSU or Florida. One of them will be an also ran after this weekend, so that's good. You know, and they won't drop far. I mean, Auburn lost to Florida, and they dropped five spots, so they're number 12 in the country, and then the next win, they'll move back into the top 10. And listen, I'm, nothing against Auburn, but they looked horrible. Um, right. You know, defense is solid, but it, the offense was abysmal. Uh, I would have dropped them probably a little further than 12. But, you know, they just they kind of – it's very suspicious – that a three and two Texas A and M team. That I know they lost to Auburn and I know they lost to Clemson. Um, yeah, but even in their wins, they haven't looked great. Like, I mean, they they right. could have lost to Arkansas. And neither of those games were very close. <coughs> you know, twenty four to ten still wasn't a nail biter for Clemson, and and Auburn pretty much controlled the game. For, yeah, throughout. So you see those teams. Those are your two losses. You get three wins. You're number 24. Then Alabama's going to have another top 25 win. And it's just kind of, I don't know. So I believe in Alabama. You know, I, I think I believe in Georgia for sure. I believe in Clemson. I believe in Ohio State. And I believe in Oklahoma. Those are the only ones I believe in. So I think LSU and Florida, the loser will obviously drop. Um, and then the winner will, you know, eventually lose. I mean, if LSU beats Florida, they're going to lose to Alabama. And if Florida beats LSU, they're going to lose to Georgia. So you be, you believe in Clemson? Yeah, I do. I do. They're going to turn it on when they want. To I turn do too. It on. You know, I mean, it's too much talent on that football team. The offensive line's got to get it together. Uh, they'll go out and croak Florida State. What's the line there? Twenty-seven and a half points. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, there's there's a reason right there. there. Okay, just put that line on paper and fire mm-hmm. Willie Tiger. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Should Florida State ever be a four touchdown underdog to another ACC football team ever in the history of football? No. No. No, they should not. That's what I should do for my column is a list of guys that's just fire now because we know they're not going to be good. Because we know it's not going to work. Fire Taggart, fire Jeremy Cruitt, fire Chip Kelly. I mean, you just got you just got croaked by Washington State. Fire him. No, Oregon State. I mean, I'm sorry, Oregon State. Fire Manny Diaz. Because mine yep. is horrible. That's not working. Fire them all. Yeah, fire, but, but <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously that's not the solution. But, you know, we were talking in the previous podcast, and we'll talk about it a little bit shorter this time since we had to redo it. Miami's just awful, losing to Virginia Tech. But out of all the teams that want to return to former glory, I think they're the team that can do it based on recruiting. They just need the right coach. Uh, right. The facilities don't help. Uh, you know, having a stadium off campus doesn't help. The fan base doesn't help because, you know, obviously we've seen Miami games, even when they were great with just sparse crowds. Um, but the talent in that area is, is definitely good. Should we reel like on like T. Like like Martell like we did? People love when we reel on T. Martell. I, I supported him. Yeah, I know you did. You still do. I'm I, no, I don't. He, he was obviously a miss, but uh, but but Manny Diaz walked into a good situation at Miami. I mean, they have a lot of talent all over the field, and it's just not developing. But the defense looked horrible. Yeah, the defense looked horrible, and, that's and this is against the strength of their team. This is against a Virginia Tech team that got railed by Duke at home. I mean, completely embarrassed one week before, with and I know each week is new. A new with a new quarterback, with a new quarterback. That has and no. They don't have very many skilled players. No, 
I mean, this is not the Virginia Tech, you know, Kevin Jones. It's just there's not a lot of talent there. No, and, and Jaron Williams threw th- three interceptions and seven pass attempts. I mean, that's like hard. To, that's like almost impossible to do. Yeah, so Miami, that's, I mean, obviously it's only, what, five games this season, but they're done. And, yep. and, and this is, I don't know. I mean, with these multi-year contracts and these ridiculous buyouts, it's just hard to quit on Well, well that's so the other thing. But no, it's it's easier to quit on them so no, quick. No, but you have to pay out. Yeah, that's What's true. Tigers buyout. Let's see. And that's Seven, the other thing too. Seventeen million or something. Se- Seventeen me million dollars. A guy with a losing record who had one mediocre year at Oregon who is was worth that money. Okay at USF. Somehow the agent of the year, the guy I want negotiating my next contract, got. Dumb Miami to agree. I mean, a dumb Florida State to agree to a seventeen million dollar buyout for this guy who should have been begging for the job. So, so just to put that in perspective, like I did last week, and and this is why it needs to be put into perspective. A seventeen million dollar buyout means if you make a hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year, very good money. You could live comfortably wherever you want in the country. It would take a hundred years to make the money for his buyout. Now you're telling me that that is he's worth that level of money. Now, these guys want 5, 6, 10, 12 million dollars a year, but they also want the flexibility to come in and say, "Well, it's going to take 3 years to rebuild this thing." Yeah, well, especially when it's clear it's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and Jerry, they're failing. Jerry Pruitt's buyout is what? Let me see. Don't even tell me. I, I, it's just amazing. Imagine being the CEO of an American business coming in on day one and going, oh, it's going to take three years to make a profit uh, quarterly. I mean, he'd be fired the next day. Butch Jones got an $8.5 million buyout. At FIU? At uh, Tennessee, Butch Jones. Oh, Butch Jones. Butch, Butch Jones. Jones. I was thinking Not Butch Davis. Davis. Pruitt signed a six-year, $22.8 million contract. <laughs> With and, no and, head and that coaching experience. Bonuses. Yeah. Well, Randy Randy Edsel got a bonus this week because UConn had two turnovers. I mean, that's insane. So Tennessee owes him sixty percent of his fifteen point two million dollar contract. So they owe him nine point one two million dollars. Did you just do that in your head? No, no, no. It's here, right here, please. Ah. Oh. Gosh, are you kidding? I was me? impressed. I was impressed. Uh, if they fire him on February first. 2020 <laughs> or before he gets nine million dollar buyout. Now he was the nine million seventh dollars. choice. Here's what seventh I would have choice. done, right? Okay. Jeremy Pruitt, longtime assistant, never had a head coaching job. Right. I want you to come to Tennessee. We're gonna pay you a good amount of money. Uh, in fact, we'll give you a base salary of three point five million dollars. Right. Your buyout is zero. Right. And we can fire you at any time. Yes. You want the job. Right. And he would take it. You're our seventh (laughs) choice. So He literally, I'm looking back at his coaching career, he literally has not been a head coach even at the high school level before. Yeah. So he would would have taken the job. Of course he would have. So why? Why? Willie Taggart was what? I, I think he was what? Their first or second choice, but still... Yeah, it's not like he had the resume, so I don't want to get on this contract thing forever. But it's just it's not working out. I. And then these 
these ridiculous buyouts. And hey, great for them. Listen, I, would I try? I would. I have pride in my job. But if I knew that I was going to get $17 million, even if I got fired, $17 million. Right. I could live on that for the rest of my life, never have to coach another football game, could live on a, a freaking island for the rest of my life. Yep. I mean, sometimes you got to have a little bit more motivation. Right. And and I just think these buyouts are, are just ridiculous. I mean, the bonuses for Jeremy Pruitt, he gets $300,000 if he wins the SEC championship. Who cares? He's guaranteed, you know, at least $10 million plus with this deal. Yep. $300,000 is pittance. And, so, and I know this, this is a completely different topic, but to act like Jeremy Pruitt deserves a $17 million buyout or Willie Taggart deserves that money and a kid can't make $50 off of the, his likeness because it's amateurism is is so ridiculous. I don't even want to start that conversation today, Mike. Um, yeah, we don't have to. But imagine if you paid for the likeness of Jared Garantano. <laughs> well, what what was it worth three years ago to what it is? What is well, it's worth years today? Ago, huh? He was a four star, high four star quarterback yes. going to Tennessee who looked like a future star. Yeah, and now he's being benched for a true freshman. Right. Well, do the players have to give money back if they don't live up to their expectations? Do the coaches have to give money back if they don't? No. David Beatty is suing Kansas. He okay. This this is the greatest story in college football of of how ridiculous and out of control this is. David Beatty is suing Kansas for his buyout. He was six and forty two in four years, and in four years he won two conference games. He was two and thirty four. Now seriously, if you and I were coaching that team. We would win two games. <laughs> and he's suing the school for more money. So, here's another good one. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. This can't be true. Uh-oh. What? <laughs> There's no way Chris Ash has a $10 million. Hold on. Please tell me that's not true. Lovey Smith Dang. can't have a twelve million dollar buyout. Buyout? Are you, are you, okay? Let's say. Let's say. Chris Ash's Rutgers contract buyout, salary, and bonuses. Okay. Let's see. If he's Big Ten Coach of the Year, he makes fifty thousand. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's fired already, so we don't have to make fun of any of this stuff. But what's his buyout? I'm trying to find it. I can't. I can't find it. Uh, oh, okay. If fired before the contract expiration on February twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, Chris Ash is owed a buyout equal to the remaining balance. For example, if fired on February twenty eighth, twenty twenty, he is owed seven point five million dollars, oh five hundred and fifty dollars for each of the final three years, plus the additional guaranteed compensation for each of the final three years. So he was fired even previous to that. So he's getting more money than seven and a half million. And that's state money, if I'm correct. State money, state school. Yep, state money. So they they have to cut programs. I don't know if they actually did cut programs at Rutgers or not, but um, I think they had to recently lay off professors and 
cut curriculum and stuff like that. I mean, he gets this is someone in four years who, in two of those years, went zero and nine in the conference. Didn't win a game. So who's signing these contracts? Presidents of universities that don't care because they have all the money to throw around. I just, if you told Chris Ash, okay, who again has never been a head football coach, we'll give you the Rutgers job. We're going to give you $2.4 million in these bonuses, but if we fire you, you get $0. He would take of course he would. And, and here's the other thing that drives me crazy is when people are like, well, it's market value. So Nick Saban brings a certain value. Jim Calhoun, when people were testing him at, at UConn, he said, I'm underpaid. Jim Calhoun said that. He was underpaid, okay? Mm-hmm. He's the state's highest paid employee by far, uh, makes more than the governor, and I think running the state of Connecticut is far more complicated than running a basketball team. And... Uh, he said he's underpaid. Well, market value. Well, why does that stop at the coaches? What about the players' market value? What is Tua Tungavailoa's market value? Does anyone show up on Saturday to watch Nick Saban pace the sideline, turn red, and yell at everybody? I don't think so. I just, I think it's insane. We, the the numbers are insane. How do we abolish buyouts? We can't. It's over. How do we get you, them ourselves? Well, that's the thing. We need to take this to the to the higher ups and say we need a buy. We need buy. But buyouts only work for buy, people are only bought out because they failed so you're you're failing up you're being paid you're being paid off to go away and you're being paid off sometimes more than you even made in your job I, 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 I just, how did we get off on this tangent i Mike? don't know it's just depressing because we're talking it's, about it's guys ridiculous like many ideas that aren't going to work out and, right know, the fact that there's coaches out there that we know right now should be fired but aren't going to be fired because of the buyout and it's just unbelievably ridiculous so Oh, it's crazy. I, you know, so that that was a whole Miami thing right there. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, I don't know what his buyout is. We didn't even talk about his buyout, but I, I, I just I just don't get it. So what did we talk about last time? We talked about um, how bad the ACC Coach Bowl is, but we don't really need to go into that because we just talked about Miami and Virginia Tech and how bad they were. Uh, we talked about how we missed the old days of how Miami and Virginia Tech were really good football programs in the Big East and power programs. Um, I don't know. Our, our last one was much better than this one so far. Do we, do we want to talk about Eric Gilbert and Darnell Washington? Yeah, I mean, we could talk about that. I, I, I don't think we should go into, like, you know, oh, he should go here, he shouldn't go here, blah, blah, blah. Right, but right. It is interesting that Eric Gilbert, an in-state guy, is leaning towards Alabama right now, who obviously put O.J. Howard in the first round um, and – you know, is worried about going to Georgia because they don't use the tight ends, as we saw with Isaac Nada not being targeted that much during his time there. But Darnell Washington, who just visited Florida, where they targeted the tight end like crazy, and I think they've done that consistently in Dan Mullen offenses, mm-hmm. uh, could be leaning towards Georgia, uh, where there's no empirical data that says that you can get the ball more there. But Again, I think it comes down to comfort level. I think it comes down to also selling your quarterback situation. Right. Um, you know, and I think kids really do sort of gravitate towards the programs that have produced guys recently. So that's a great recruiting job by Georgia if they can get one of those two guys. And it looks like right now they have a better shot with Washington. Um, I still think if USC was any good or even Miami was any good, Washington would end up in one of those two places. But yeah, 
I think he's I think he's going to visit Miami. I think USC is definitely out. I think he's a SEC guy. Yeah, uh, and George- Miami does a good job. They got Brian Dixon, and they've got a good tradition of tight ends. But the way they're playing, it's going to be hard to sell him. I, I, I'm wondering, out of all the recruiting classes, that's the one that could fall apart. Yeah, because it's a pretty good class. It's a top ten class overall. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and everybody else in the top ten seems to be doing pretty well. Uh, Clemson, LSU, Alabama, Ohio State, Texas, Georgia, Michigan. I mean, there was a hmm. okay win. Uh, we talked about how unimpressed we were with Iowa. Uh, actually, Florida State's not doing well. So Florida State and Miami are two classes that could fall apart a little bit, but they've got such a recruiting advantage. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Here's a thought. <laughs> yes. Before you get into your thought, I thought about this many times. Remember the USFL? Uh, br- briefly, I remember it. They little, used to little draft young. regionally. So, if you were the Houston Gamblers, okay, uh, if I remember correctly, you were linked to certain teams. So you had the rights to all the Texas kids, you know, hmm. Longhorns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What if recruiting was like that? Well, in many ways it is, but I mean, Texas kids usually end up at Texas or Texas A&M or LSU or Oklahoma. Tell Ohio State that. I mean, yeah, that's true. Jeffrey Okuda, JT Well, Dobbins. You you could forget every Midwest team and and Northeast team then, right? I mean, yeah, except for Ohio State. But I mean, is there enough talent in Ohio to beat the Florida schools? Yeah, probably not. It just yeah. would be interesting because then if the, I mean, again, you can't do it. Obviously, it's their choice to do that. And they're never going to yeah. make kids go to certain schools, but it would be interesting. And the reason I thought of that was because of the, the likeness uh, deal that was passed in California. I think personally to impress LeBron James, I think they <laughs> Probably. signed it just because LeBron was there and he wanted to be cool with LeBron and stuff. Uh, <laughs> but Flo, Wagalele. Elias Rich. Young, young. Yeah, they'd all have to go to like USC or UCLA or something. Can you imagine? They'd be pretty good. I know. It'd be kind of neat. It would know. be kind of cool. I mean, what, they, what about Elias Ricks? He's from California, but is playing in Florida now. No, nah, that don't count. It's where you're from. Oh, okay. You like that okay. English? That don't count. <laughs> it's, it's where you from. <laughs> that don't count. It's where you from. Um, but, uh, you know, like Georgia. I don't know. You know, they'd end up getting all the Georgia kids, which they do anyways. But these Florida kids would have to choose between Florida, Florida State, and Miami. Then Miami would yeah. be good, I think. Miami should be good now. They have a ton of receivers I mean, that should be getting involved. they could lose guys like Jared Judy and Amari Cooper and right, Calvin right. and stuff like that. They'd have to go to the U. Can you imagine if they all went there? I know. I, I just, I think... I don't know why I find it fascinating, but it's because, you know, if California was the only one to pass up a job, it won't be the case. And this whole thing could blow up and go in a million different directions. But guys like Flo, you know, who's looking to go to Clemson, would probably right. gravitate towards USC because he can get paid for his likeness in the state of California and currently can't in South Carolina. So uh, it would tip the balance of recruiting quite a bit. But, um, you know, but for those guys, like, you know, say Maryland, Maryland would be a power sure could have Dwayne Haskins sure you know 
ton of guys. Brian Brzee would go to Maryland. Brian Brzee would go to Maryland. Uh, right. Uh, Rakim Jarrett. Right. Um, Eddie Goldman. You know, all these all these five-star guys that always leave the state and go elsewhere would have to go to Maryland, and Maryland would be so power. Jonathan Allen, would he have to go to Virginia, or could he go to Virginia Tech? He could choose between the two, because those are his two big in-state schools. Uh, okay. And North Carolina like would it. be a power, too. Dexter Lawrence would be at North Carolina. Yeah, because it would pretty much come down to UNC and NC State, because Wake and, and Duke aren't going to get those kids. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like your idea. I think you should dig into it and do the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you did for the NFL rosters. Yeah, that that uh, is, change, still, is still in the process of change happening. The entire, um, change the entire you know, landscape of college football. That, that would be cool. Maybe that would be our, my next project. I'm trying to think of the most famous player that wouldn't have played for a team. That wouldn't have played at all? Well, no, that wouldn't have played for the team that he ended up with. Like, Tebow was a Florida kid, so he went to Florida. Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he would have to play for Texas or Texas A&M. Yeah, that's a big one. Jimmy Clausen. Eh, he's not. I mean, he's a big name. Recruiting-wise, but he wasn't like a famous maker. No. Cam Newton would have to play for UGA. Well... Well, nah, no, that blend. No, Juco's not. No, bad. You okay, go back okay. To your home state. Okay. Where you're born. Deshaun uh, Watson would have had to play for UGA. Yes. Then we'd be talking national championships. Trevor Lawrence would be playing at for Georgia. UGA. Trevor Lawrence yeah. and Jake Fromm would be battling it out right now for the quarterback job. Isn't that amazing? How about that? The rich getting and Justin Fields would be in the mix too. <laughs> and you're not yeah, allowed. To, yeah. And you're not allowed to transfer. And you're not allowed to transfer. What's that called? It's not communism, but it's something really bad. What I'm what I'm talking about. You're making people go to where you want them to go and not a lot. I guess prison. Prison, yeah. Rashawn Gary would have to play at Rutgers. Well, Rutgers would have Jabril Peppers. Yeah. Uh, Will Hill. You know, all those guys. <laughs> Will Hill, guys. that's a blast from the Brian past. Brian Cushing. Yeah, nice. I'm telling you. There would be teams. I'm trying to think of the team that would suck the most. That would would get hurt the most by this? I mean, Clemson Clemson. Clemson would get hurt the most by this. Alabama would get killed. Like a good team that would, like Michigan would be screwed. Yeah, Michigan, Alabama, Clemson. Texas would be fine. Oklahoma would get crushed. Auburn. Oregon and Washington wouldn't even be able to field teams. What about Oklahoma? Oh, yeah, they get killed. But again, it was regional. So, like, I think if you're Oregon, it allows you to go Oregon, Washington, and, you know, Northern California. So they could get Najee Harris if they wanted to. I think we should change it. How do we get that done? Get rid of bios and change, make it regional recruiting only. I don't like regional recruiting. Let let, Let the bird fly. I dig it. Well, you're a Penn State guy. Yeah. That wouldn't go over well for you. Well, I think there's an... Oh, DeAndre Swift would be at Penn State, though. He would be, but... Uh, Mark, uh, whatever his name is, in the same class. Mark, uh, the kid that went to Georgia, then became a corner. The guy who went to Georgia with DeAndre Swift. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. But you guys live on Maryland and Virginia and 
and recruiting Florida and stuff like that. Oh, please. John Reed, Micah Parsons, we're fine. Can you imagine? Miles ro- Sanders. Can you imagine the rosters at FSU, Miami, and Florida? There would They'd be guys be that unbelievable. are fifth string at their position that are five stars. Yeah. I mean, I think George. Who would it help, really? Georgia. I think it would be very beneficial toward. It would certainly help the three in Florida. <laughs> I think it would, it would help it. North Carolina a ton. It would help Texas A and M a lot too. Texas A and M. All the well. Florida schools. LSU would, is basically doing this. It would save USC, but it would it would absolutely destroy every team north of. I would say the Mason Dixon line. I don't even know where that is. But Pennsylvania, of, Maryland. North of Maryland, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's look into that. Let's do an article. Okay, I'm, I'm on it. All right, that'll be a good one. Uh, let's wrap it up because this was just, we had an hour that was really strong. Who do you got, LSU or Florida? A straight up? Uh, yeah, forget about your degenerate gambling problem. <laughs> It's not. I don't have. I don't gamble. I'm not a degenerate. I don't have a problem. Uh, LSU. I think they win, but I think it's closer than people think. I'll I'll take thirty-one twenty-one. Uh, and Oklahoma, Texas. Oklahoma, big. 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 I don't know about big. I don't. Uh, I don't. I'm not I, buying I, Texas's I, receivers. Sam Ellinger, man. I know. He's a leader. He's a. They, they have good receivers. Okay. I'm worried about their defensive backs because they're so thin back there because with all the injuries. I'm yeah. Like, how are they going to stop the Oklahoma offense? But I, I really do think you know they have a better defense, better pass rush, uh, but I, I don't see Oklahoma really stopping Texas either. I think it's going to be whatever it is, the over. Uh, whatever the over is, I would take that because I think it's going to be a shootout. You don't believe in Oklahoma's defense? No. No, not yet. No, they're neither like, do I. Um, they're kind of like LSU's offense. <laughs> you, know, you sure you want this over? 75 and a half, Mike. Yeah, I would take it over still. Yes. But, I, you know, LSU's offense has to prove it to me against, like, Alabama or Florida. What about Florida? Yeah, Florida has a really good defense. Yeah, um, very good defense. Oklahoma has to prove it to me against, like, real teams and not the yeah. teams they've been playing. And yeah, we never got your true. Jalen Hurts stats in there either because those were there the last time. Oh, uh, okay. Hold on. Let me pull this up because this was strong reporting here. So many good things. This one's probably not going to come out either. So. This this is great. This is great. Hold on. Let me pull this up. This was a this was a big find for me. Should we name the the app that's screwing us? No, because I'm not sure it's the app. It's probably the technical it's error on my error? part. It's user error on my part. It's okay. Loose, loose Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Go ahead. Okay. Has more rushing yards and touchdowns than Eno Benjamin, DeAndre Swift, Travis Etienne. And more yards than there was another. Oh, one. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do the second part of that, too. I think it was, I, he had more that's, yards that's, than some good guys. Really that's called a dramatic pause, Mike. That's where you just let it soak in yeah, how I let, good he's I let playing. Soak in. You you soaked? Okay, hold yeah. on. Let you me. Heard, let I me... like your pause. It's called a pregnant pause. <laughs> he has more passing yards in one fewer game. Two hundred and fifty more passing yards than Justin Fields. He has more passing yards than Sam Ellinger. Two hundred and 
then Jamie Newman at Wake Forest, the sleeper of the year, then Sean Clifford, then Spencer Sanders, then Ian Book. We had a really Farm. cool discussion about the top five quarterbacks for the NFL draft. That's why this came up. But you know who has more passing yards than Jalen Hurts, Mike? Michigan State's Brian Lewerke. I know. His year is really good. <laughs> I mean, his numbers are insane. 1,543 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions. I know. That's far better than your boy Trevor Lawrence. And you know he's going to go off to the NFL, be like fifth or sixth round draft pick, and he'll end up yeah. starting for someone and get $84 million guaranteed for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, it's incredible. And he's only he owned in 9% of fantasy leagues. Come on, people. I know. People are crazy. But I don't know. Oh, here's something else I want to mention, too. I know it's NFL-related. Okay. We are 10 years maybe less away from the quarterback not being allowed to be hit in an NFL football game. Hit at all? Well. Yep. That Mason Rudolph thing was so freaking scary. Scary, yeah. That people are going to... Continue to freak out because it's going to happen more and more. And then uh, they're going to, if you get near the quarterback, you know, the, they whistle the it. going to whistle it. Yep. Guaranteed. And that will be the demise of the end of football. <coughs> but I'll be dead by then. So, I 10 years? Really mm, the over under is 10. What do you got? <laughs> I'll give you 10 and a half. <laughs> you taking the over? Oh, I'll, yeah. You have 10, 10, 10 years left because. Like for three or four, you kind of wither away. So that's only six <laughs> strong years left. Yeah, I'm not going quick. We know that. No, no, it's going to be a long process. Well, it's already started. I mean, it's been, what, 20 years in the making ever since I took this job. Yeah. It's a slow grind. What do you got? It is a grind. Over under 10 years, me dead. <laughs> under for sure. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Absolutely. Bastard. That's, that's crap. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Jay Any Gruden being fired. Do we? Do we care? No, nah, no, we don't care. Okay. Unless he ends up in college. Okay. Should we start Mike Jay, Tomlin. Should we start Jay Gruden rumors to Tennessee? Gro- groomers. <laughs> Jay groomers. Imagine if they ended up firing Jay. Gruden. That'd be so great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could ever. I, I don't think I would. I don't think even after this, I'm allowed to go on that message board by saying that out loud. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Either. He, he they would have hired he Mike en- Leach. I was going to say, Gruden would enjoy the college lifestyle. Did you see those pictures <laughs> or the video? No, what, what did I miss? <laughs> you didn't see that? I, I guess of there Jay was. Gruden? Yeah, there was video released of, of a guy that looked very much like him uh, smoking marijuana with a, a female friend. Oh, here it is. Videos of Jay Gruden circulating. How do we know it wasn't just a rolled cigarette? Exactly. Yeah, plus, you don't. I mean, <laughs> we don't know if Jim McElwain likes sharks. Well, I was just going to bring that up, but right. I didn't want to because I knew. Well, no, I mean, you don't know what's true and what's real. No, not, but I'm not seeing this video. I'm, I'm trying to. Oh, is it on? It's on Twitter. All right. I'm going to look at that. Yeah, so the the rumor is that that was leaked by the Washington people, so they wouldn't have to pay his buyout. So uh, this is another buyout issue. Twitter's saying that this is sensitive material. Sensitive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna quote that. Yeah. How is that sensitive? Well, people are sensitive. But he's just smoking, right? 
an illegal video? substance. Have you seen the video, Dave? Uh, yeah, I saw it. So he's just smoking weed. It? Yeah, it's that's it. <clears throat> How old is he? I don't like, know. Is this Hold on, let me look this up because Ian Rappaport is reporting reporting that former Redskins coach Jay Gruden knew he was getting fired and is now at peace. The source says Jay is fine. Well, thank God. Thank well, God did you he's hear fine. They called him in at five a.m. Ah, he had to drive to the facility at five a.m. and they fired him and And they fired him there. Like they couldn't he, do that over the phone or. He's 52 years old. His record with the Redskins, 35 and 49. He hates Dwayne Haskins. He did not want to draft Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, that was the story. Yeah, yeah. They forced him. A lot of money in Dwayne Haskins. I don't think Dwayne Haskins is going to be very good, but I've already said Mahomes wasn't going to be very good, so I can never really, I can never evaluate a quarterback again without mentioning that. Yeah, you always have to like preface your opinion with that, my home. Someone thing, told yeah. me that I should be less like um, definitive on Twitter. Hmm. Like they should say that I should. I mean, not I should. I think, or it could be that rather than you know, this guy's gonna suck. Yeah. Why mean? not? Soften it a little bit. Soften it up. I think, Let's see your softer side, Mike. I think people would still be upset that I said that. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to... So what I said was definitively that the Chiefs just made the mistake of the draft by moving on the team. That's right. <laughs> 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 and that he, that he freelances too much. Uh, I hate my life.